Welcome to the OWP. This is our wrestling podcast. This is Dave along with Jess. Hello, Dave. And Craig. I forgive you. Bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards, sharing opinions with you. And now on to our topic today, Unforgiven 2002. Hit us up on Instagram at OWP2019. Click on Linktree. You can find us on several platforms, including Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and don't forget, we are now part of the WrestleHub family, all about wrestling podcasts. Catch them at the WrestleHub on YouTube and Instagram. You guys ready for a little ruthless aggression? It is September-themed, and Unforgiven was a September WWE uh, staple. Uh, so we wanted to cover Unforgiven, and I chose 2002 because I just looked at the match card, and I was like, we're doing it. Um, so this is going to be really fun. Uh, I enjoyed this card immensely. Uh, and if you don't mind, Dave, I'm going to jump right into this horse shit. So this <laughs> happened on September 22nd, 2002, from the Staples Center in Ooh, Los Angeles. I love First that. pay-per-view that uh, Staples Center ever had for WWE. Oh, I did not know Craig. that. Just a plethora You're welcome. of knowledge. Thank you. Fantastic. I do my research. I'm not an asshole. Thank you. <laughs> and there was uh, 16,000 fans in this uh, Actually, 1,500, Thank you. I'm not an asshole. <laughs> I, I I am an asshole because um, I did no research for this. I'm just, so I want to yeah. talk about the climate of professional wrestling. Uh, WCW was doing bankruptcy at this point. So WWF was the only doing show bankruptcy? in oh. town. This was, uh, I would say, a little over a year, probably a year and eight months or so, nine months, ten months. Uh, after the sell of WCW. So we have the remnants of the Monday Night Wars here. We had some new faces here. We had some familiar faces from WCW that were finally cutting their teeth here. So this was after the invasion angle shit the bed. This was after the NWO came back and kind of shit the bed and all that stuff. So now we're actually getting down to the fucking talent. Who's, I was going to say, we're just getting down it? to good old-fashioned wrestling. Yeah. Good old fashioned yeah. wrestling. That's never paid off before. Uh, so this, I am excited to do this. Uh, this was a good pay per view slash great, and we're going to get into it right now. If you don't have any objections, David, three, yeah. two, go. fuck you, Dave. Uh, we're going to go to the first match. match. <laughs> we're going to go to the first match, <laughs> which was an opening contest. Schedule for one. Thank you, David. Just goes. That's hilarious. <laughs> so basically, the, the opening match here was an eight-man tag team match. Eight Good minutes God. and fifty-eight seconds. It's Booker T, Bubba Ray Dudley, Goldust, and Kane. They defeated the Un-Americans, who were made up of Christian, Landstorm, Test, and William Regal. Um, I'll read my notes and I will turn it over to you guys. No. Um, they did a great job <laughs> of keeping the crowd hot. This LA crowd was on fire. Um, 
good opening match and thumbs up were my basic notes. It was a fun opening match. It was cool. They got to do all their spots. The crowd went nuts, especially for Booker. And it was great. Go ahead, Dave. Uh, there was a couple of things here. Bubba was added to the feud since he hates the American haters. Kane had. Okay. Are just... you reading this shitty fucking uh, site again? No, it's different. It's not the same. Oh, it's a the different American site. American haters. <laughs> and Kane had made his return the night after SummerSlam to top the un-Americans from burning the U.S. flag. Right. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, and early on in the match, there's a lot of fast. Tags. That's basically why he got elected mayor. Just so everybody knows. And that's it. Uh, a lot of fast tags keeps things exciting, right? You know, Bubba stop Rode reading the shit review, Dave. You're angering me. Thumbs up with the thumbs down, some middle. Yeah, all right. Stop reading the shit fucking review that you're reading right now. <laughs> We're reviewing this, not that shit. Fuck okay, that you're reading. I'm gonna give this a thumbs up, and here's my notes for this. Okay, it, you um, it was the best <laughs> test match I've ever seen. Actually, I think because in there my were seven other guys to cover for his shit, perhaps. But his uh, intensity, and then here's the thing about... Rest in peace, though, seriously. Tess, rest in peace. Tess, Tess. <laughs> Love you, Tess. <laughs> <laughs> the fact of the matter is, at the, I think at this point in time, like, there is, um... They're all working very, very hard to climb that mountain to grab that ring. And no. as long as that, in addition to being the best test match... The intensity and the speed and the hard hitting of all eight guys in this, like, and that crowd in Staples Center, which is L.A., tough to please, and they were still on fire in their first preview ever. It was fantastic. Good way to start, Dave. I'll give it. I'll give it a thumbs up, but the uh, review doesn't agree. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. What's the review? No, no, is this no, the same source? Like, yeah, is this Dave. the same source? <laughs> no, it's it's different. Okay. I swear to God, you told me not to tell you. You so, said yeah, don't the whole tell thing me. Is we've we've introduced this new thing where Dave actually he'll read some kind of dirt sheet, and he won't tell me who the name is. And I don't want to know the name, and I just want to get furious at their fucking review. Yeah. Going, but it's but called in, regardless defense, with Dave Raider. In their defense, yeah, Dave's wearing shitty Raiders clothes. So what do you say? Um, regardless so in, with in Dave Raiders, and their defense, and eventually my defense. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we are looking back at this with 2020 eyes, looking back and now suffering through today's shit product. So, of course, I'm going to look back here. Okay. Maybe this was a correct review that this you're was read reviewed in 2008. For the time. <laughs> Go ahead. 2008. But, I mean, it's a long time ago. Yeah. So, this was 2008, uh, 2008 review, you said? Yes. Uh, no. Yeah. 12 oh, years ago. Okay, ahead, Six years ahead. after? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. While the Booker segment was a bit slow for my taste, the match was huh? a solid opener. To get the fans excited. <laughs> Kane continues his push on the way to a title shot while the distinction between the un-Americans kicks it up a notch. Ten minutes, two and three-quarter stars. Stop. It was not ten minutes. I know. First of all, he's <laughs> right in that. This is the like the best I've ever seen Kane. Like... The skinniest, like because uh, there were biggest. seven other guys that could go in there. He could do two spots and get the fuck out of the ring. Whoa, yes. whoa, whoa! Settle down. Yes. Like, but uh, body wise, this was the best of Kane. But that dude is full of shit. Like this was uh, to get these spots together for this eight man tag in the in the uh, with these fucking eight guys in this much yeah. time. To I don't want to hear your good. shit opinion of what you think the book. I don't care. Whoa. <laughs> 
the eight man tag that opened this match and the reaction of the crowd was fire and thumbs up. And it wasn't yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah. Popped, it man, was no eight doubt. minutes no and doubt. 58 seconds. Fuck, get it right. In Los Angeles, they were hype. Yes. Over. Dave, what do you think? Thumbs up, you oh, said? Oh, it's thumbs up. Thumbs up, yeah. I'll do All right. Yeah, the good. second match is... um. <laughs> The second match is an Intercontinental Championship match. The defending champion, Christopher Jericho. Who, I don't know who that on, is. Who is that? Did you, on did the, you forget uh, the backstage some... segment? No, go ahead. Tell me about the backstage Stephanie segment. McMahon tells Billy and Chuck not to win tonight for her, but for SmackDown. She, Stephanie back here in 02, huh? She Whoa. steers my drink, if you know what I'm talking about. She no, no, I don't. puts actually. the cream in my coffee, if that makes sense. I, well, I don't know what you're talking she about. She puts the <laughs> mozzarella cheese in my pizza. She puts the Jeffrey in my Epstein. <laughs> Wait what? She, Wait, what happened? That's that's gotta Wait. get edited. I'm sorry. Wait, what happened? Get... What? It does not, Dave. Hold your mouth. What? So anyway, so I'm that backstage, and then Christopher Jericho, who's an unknown wrestler, defending the IC title against Ric Flair, an up and comer who never got his feet under him. Uh, yeah. Six minutes and sixteen seconds. So it was six minutes and sixteen seconds. Here's my notes. Ric Flair has obviously aged all obviously by this point in two thousand two. Um, six minutes. Chris Jericho and Ric Flair. Six minutes. Really? That's it. Um, ending was rushed for no reason. Uh, it was very simple and generic. So I gave it a thumbs in the middle only because the name Ric Flair is in here and Chris Jericho is in here. I could very well give it a thumbs down because it was just silly talk. It was just these two guys rushed out there for no reason. It just furthers my hate for the icy title after a certain year. They just shit on it and didn't do it any favors. So I give it a thumbs in the middle because of the fact that when I watched the match, all six whopping minutes of it, it was cool. It was fun to watch those two work together. But the ending was weird, and they were trying to tell a story that the the new heel Chris Jericho outfoxed Ric Flair, the old fox or whatever they fucking said. I can't remember. Eh? Um, eh? It was just stupid shit. So, yeah, and Chris Jericho is pointing to his head as he walks out or whatever. So I give it a thumbs in the middle only off respect of the name. Great, go ahead. Yeah, thumbs up. Uh, it was great. Um, Blair could okay. still go, and um, well, that's true. I feel bad that I was a lapsed fan during this period because they they were firing all cylinders. It was great. It was a good match. Thumbs up. Even for six minutes, Craig. Yeah. Okay, Dave. Fucking read your shit. Read it. You. I'm stupid, not upset. You're you upset. To regard thumbs down. Um, but regardless. that's my take. But here's what here's what it reads. The match was far too short to be anything great. These two could Thank have you. had a really great match, Thank and you. they had just been given enough time to do anything. <laughs> it doesn't help matters that the I've IC title agreed. was added to the match at the last minute. At this point, the WWE wasn't even trying to do anything with the IC title. The Thank match you. did accomplish its goal of Flair realizing that he wasn't on par of what he used to be. After Correct. losing to Rico on Raw and how Jericho all within a week, he needed to make changes. Seven seven minutes? Yeah, you said six and a half. Two and a half stars. Whatever. Is he rounding up? Is he or is he just ridiculous? I think he's rounding he's rounding up. Backstage, Eric Bischoff tells round three minute up. warning to I'll win the match. Round him, him up, Dave. Rico oh, is now officially with piece three minute warning as their manager. Go Rico. <laughs> I, I can't hear you. I didn't say the anything. The next match is a singles match. Um Edward Guerrero took on Edge Edward. In a singles match. Edward! And, in 11 minutes and 55 seconds, and let me tell you, I'm screening the notes. 
What a good match. I hate watching Guerrero for selfish reasons because he's gone. And on top of that, him. he's gone and he can't teach today's generation on how to be a fucking great wrestler, oh. how to move in there, how to be amazing. Um, I miss him like so fucking much. And I hate these reviews because he's so fucking good. I love Eddie Guerrero. I always will. Um, Edge had his working shoes on and he was learning here. You can't tell me that motherfucker Edge didn't learn from the feud with Eddie Guerrero here. Uh, the ending was so fucking good. That powerbomb off the top rope was so good. And the sequence leading up to it, thumbs up. This match was fantastic. I loved it. I absolutely love this match. It was, it was, it was beautiful. It's pro wrestling at its best. Dave, go ahead. Sure. I mean, there's some spots that you Don't really read like. This. Oh, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. I was going to give you some. No, I mean, read this, read this dipshit. Drop some knowledge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, Eddie, you know, does his turns, you know, attempts his old school turn into her Karana and yeah. drops into a sit down uh, powerbomb. You know, it's the whole cool, thing he attempts. Right? Fucking stupid. Yeah. Eddie gets his foot <laughs> on the road because he like cheats and steals. You know, there's yeah. lots of fun stuff, right? Um, it's just, I, I just don't, God, it even gets me mad now. Um, you can really see signs of Eddie's future popularity in this match. Edge once again shows that he needs someone talented to carry him through a good pay-per-view match. Did, I didn't did write, you write this. Write this right. Wait, did you what? Write this? Repeat that last sentence. Edge once again shows he needs someone talented okay. to carry him through a time good out. pay-per-view Jeez. match. Time out. No, time out for no wait, wait. Before, before you get mad, I'm going to read the next nope. sentence. You can really get mad. The guy couldn't have good matches with Christian nor William Regal in the past 12 months. Okay. Okay. Meanwhile, both Eddie what? and Angle was, were able to get something decent to, to uh, or great decent. to get out of Eddie and Angle decent. Um, anyway, it's decent. Anyway, yeah, it's not as good decent. as their no DQ match on SmackDown, stop it. but stop I talking. enjoyed this more than their SummerSlam match. This Twelve is, minutes, no, three and a half stars. So, no, so okay. You don't okay. get to continue. So, yeah, you don't get to. Nah, I tried to help you, Dave. Now it's just. So. Here's the thing. Let me just say, I'll let you go, Craig. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm upset. I'm trying to calm my emotions down. So here's the deal. Edge only started a singles career in like 01. Okay. He was doing all those tag team, the TLC matches before that. So he just started honing his singles career here. The fact is, is that this guy made the review in 08. How good did Edge become? Of course, Edge in 2002 had to have veterans teach him, like Eddie Guerrero and other people that he was, and Kurt Angle eventually, and all that to teach him. Of course, no fucking dur, you dumb fucking asshole. Like, not you, Dave. It's sometimes you, but not you right now. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> Fuck it. Why the fuck would you say that comment, especially when you're viewing it 08 and you knew what Edge became by 08? Fuck that. What, oh, William Regal. Okay, William Regal struggled for a couple of years to find the WWF way of doing things before Regal actually started branching out. And, and as, as talented as Regal is and as of a veteran as he was when he came to the promotion, Regal went through many different phases to try to figure out the WWE style. So comparing him, oh, Edge couldn't have a good match with even William Regal. Okay, and Christian? How's Christian all of a sudden deemed at this time in 02 better than Edge? They were the same. They were in the same tag team. This guy is ridiculous, and it's a different guy than the last time. David, you're raising your hand. Go ahead and speak. You piece of shit. Sorry. No, I'm, I'm just tickling Brock's chin. That's all. Oh, Jesus. Craig, go ahead. Go ahead here's, the, here's the thing. 
<laughs> Eddie Guerrero and Edge is four stars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. The only other comparable match on the entire card is uh, Benoit and Angle, also four stars. This is the second best match, if not the best match, comparatively to the entire rest of the card. Anything else and anyone ever has to say uh, against this is full of it. Thank you. And doesn't know what they're talking about. Thank you. Did Thank you, you very much. You, did you say Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, I love it. Hey, All uh, right, so the next the next match I will jump on. Uh, three minute warning. Uh, no, what? Defeated, wait, wait, what? Defeated, defeated Billy and Chuck in six minute thirty eight seconds. I give this match <laughs> a thumbs down. I like the three minute warning back here, especially when Bischoff would be like, "Did I hear someone say three minutes?" Like that was really cool. I love that tag phrase. I don't know why. Yeah, it was I like really Bischoff good. doing it. Uh, people people would go crazy just, when they heard it too. Yeah, this match unfortunately just didn't do anything for me. I gave it a thumbs down. I thought it was the only sh- match on the card that drug the show down for me. Craig, what do you say? Thumbs down. Dave, what what is your piece of shit uh, mentor say? Well, I'll, I'll give I'll give you a thumbs down after Billy and Chuck turned straight. They lost their overness, if that's yes. a word. I agree with that. Rosie was still useless sack of shit. Well, this was after the this was after the gay wedding, by the way. And I'm I'm just reading. This is not yeah, my word. Commitment ceremony. Thank you. Umaga wasn't as good. It's as a he commitment is now. ceremony. I don't know what now means. Dave and Billy and Chuck, whether gay or straight, was terrible. I will give you one guy how good this. I'll give you one guy how good this was. Okay. What? If I had to say this match went on for about. Three minutes too long. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. That is crazy. Because they're called three minute warning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, two, wow. So two oh, fat humor. Samoans bust in my house and hits me with a Samoan drop oh, and a top couch splash. That's like Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby is so All right. Funny. I don't care about this guy. Um, so <laughs> the, next, the next match is uh, his name is Stupid Fucking Lines. Uh, the next match is Triple H defending the World Heavyweight Championship against Rob Van Dam in a singles match. Uh, 18 minutes and 17 seconds. Let me read the notes here. I remember this specifically specifically being a major test to see if RVD could hang in the top tier in WWF. Um, I feel they just could. They just didn't get in rhythm with each other mm-hmm. like for 75% of the match. They weren't bad. They weren't flubbing stuff, but they were just doing a lot of wear down holds and trying to feel each other out. Mm-hmm. Um the crowd really wanted to get behind RVD because at this time Triple H was doing his famous beat everybody thing, and he was trying to like do the Ric Flair run with the World Heavyweight Title, where he's like the heel that always cheated to win and all that stuff. And it didn't work with Triple H here. There was a lot of people, especially I remember specifically on the internet, being really mad with Triple H here and being like, "Get the fuck off my TV!" So people were really loving RVD to send Triple H a message like, "We don't like you." This was also during the period where SmackDown was definitively better than Raw uh, for a period of time. So Triple H was kind of getting a lot of negative press from the insiders in pro wrestling here. But I was just trying to watch the match. I absolutely hated the ending. However, the reason why Flair turned here, he would lead into being Triple H's manager. And then about eight months after that, Evolution would form. So I understand... Yeah, that was like that was like almost a year off from this point, but he became Triple H's manager, which I kind of liked at the time. So even though I didn't like the ending at all, fucking Flair coming in and doing the turn or whatever, um, especially after his six minute rendezvous that he had earlier in the night, um, I understand where it went. But like it, uh, I I gave it a thumbs in the middle because they both 
you you really do need to give Triple H props. He was trying here. RVD was learning the WWE style. He was that ECW rogue guy that was kind of high spot, high spot. They were trying to tame him and show him the rhythm of the way they do things in WWF. And I'm not opposed to that. I'm not opposed to that all the time. I know Triple H is getting a lot of hate here. But at the same time, I saw two professionals not click in the beginning, but not give up either. And they worked really hard. And the ending did get a big pop. I didn't care for it. Craig, what do you say? Hmm. Uh, I agree with you. Um, They didn't uh, work great together. They worked okay together. Good match. Um, Van Damme, I love. The crowd was with him. I think Triple H still still had the upper hand, both politically and in the ring here. And they still had a good match together. Um, It was... There was something strange going on with these guys, I think, politically and just overall. Maybe Rob yeah, just didn't didn't give a care. Even like there's a promo early on in this, which leads to um, uh, an angle later on in the championship match. But um, Triple H comes in the locker room, uh, jaws at Rob Van Dam and talks about him and Flair and how Flair's not worth it anymore. And and. Von Van Dam says something to the right. I, I forgot have, about that. You're right. You're I'd right. rather uh, team with someone like this guy than who you say is a loser. Blah blah blah. Um, but all that said, this was I. I find it very hard loving Triple H, and I really do. <clears throat> and RVD should have shined a lot more than he did here, and I think it's because of Triple H. But I didn't hate it. It was a good match. I hope that makes sense. What you give it thumbs no. in the middle? I'll say thumbs up. Fuck. Oh, what? Dave? What? What does your piece of shit uh, reviewer say? No, I'm not. I'm not gonna read the review. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm, gonna t- I'm, gonna t- I'm gonna tell you something right now. Okay. All right. There, there's code on this podcast now. <laughs> there's what? Okay. There's all fucking right. code on this podcast. I'm okay. All let, right. Let all nine listeners know about it. Okay. All right. Nine hundred. When when, when these motherfuckers asshole. say. They worked really hard. That's code for shit. It's not true. Fuck that guy. They worked, they worked really hard. It's not true. Was it good? Right. Was it good? No. It wasn't. It wasn't good. It didn't. Which is why it didn't, I gave it. Didn't I, work. Gave it thumbs, I gave it thumbs in the middle. Okay, but don't hurt yourself with that thumbs in the middle. I'm not. They worked really hard. I I keep hearing that like week after week after week. <laughs> this guy. Like, they worked uh, or, or, really, or two episodes, but week after week, that's fine. They Go, ahead. Worked, Go on. Well, well, you know what? If you want to, you know, pull the curtain back, you can do that as well. They worked really hard. Oh, can he pull the curtain back? His fourteen-year-old really hard. What, what is your point? Is what I want to know. Thumbs down. Everyone, okay. whatever, you, whatever you say, they worked really hard. I'm going to give it a thumbs down. You know it's not true. It's way not true. Too, just way too long that. of a match for these two. <clears throat> At times, the match dragged on terribly. I really have to question the choice and giving Hunter the title and the win. RVD was very over at this point, and a rain could have been yeah. just the thing Raw needed to compete with a SmackDown Six. With Shawn Michaels coming back I soon. I just said that. 
Sorry. I know. I'm just reading. I'm reading the thing like you asked me to. Then why are you doubting my might that worked hard comment? I'm right about everything, Dave. Don't ever go against me. <laughs> don't ever fucking go against me. I don't know why you do it. It's you true. insist on doing it. It's true. He's right. And then two seconds later, He's you right. read something that shits all over your opinion. So go ahead. Hey, Dave. It's fine. I'm, I'm reading. I, I've told you I would read it. I don't mean no to be a dick, but you from. should probably kill yourself. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> was, that, was that texting? Just get back in the car. Yes. Just get back in the car. Or. <laughs> oh, man. It's We're up st- to you. Whatever you want to do. Anyway. We're still going. We're going You're to hell. still going to go out sucking Brock Lesnar's titty. We're yeah, going yeah. to hell. Yeah. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna main, yeah, wait till we get to the main event. Dave will be like, Brock Lesnar works so hard. Oh my God. Crazy. <laughs> I won't say that. I'm not going to say it. I won't. Oh, I just, go, go, go. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually, it is legitly, I'm not being a dick, but it's, it's you guys are driving me fucking crazy with that statement. They really Dave. worked hard. <laughs> Dave, you're, you're working really hard right now to bog this podcast down. So go. I love you, David. Finish up and go. Instead, they gave it to Hunter with the exception of the Elimination Chamber match. Couldn't get a good. WHT defense against anyone until December of 2003. What? Damn. This does not set up the long-term relationship between Flair and Hunter while setting... What? What? <laughs> while setting up his second piece of Elimination Chamber, two stars. I uh, I don't disagree with that. Did, did, did he forget about Evolution? I don't this know what he said. Jess, can you... I don't know what they've just said. It's a while. It's a while. Evolution's a while away. Um. So right. now the next match is Trish Stratus... <clears throat> Uh, versus Molly Holly, who's defending the WWF Women's Championship here. They had only five minutes and 46 seconds. I just wrote on my notes, what what a different world 2020 is with the women's wrestling, right? Um, this is when Trish Stratus got serious about wrestling because she came in as like a uh, valet or whatever at first, but she Escort, started her run here. Them, yeah. um, I feel that they sped, stu- they sped through a lot of stuff at this point. I don't know why. I just felt like the first half of the match was them sort of like knowing they have to hit certain spots, so they just didn't put any character or effort into it. They just made sure they hit the spots. Does that make sense? Like, And I'm not shitting on them. And I know I'm going to read exactly what I wrote, and fuck you, Dave. Um, <laughs> they worked hard is what I wrote. Um, uh, but Trish Stratus... Yeah, I was going to say, did they work really hard, Yes, Trish Stratus won the title here, and I, I was shocked when Jim Ross was like, she just won her third women's championship. I'm like, third? She was on like into like a year of her actually becoming a good pro wrestler. So I gave it a thumbs in the middle. I probably should give it a thumbs down, not because of these two, but because they only got five minutes and 46 cents, seconds, which was a kind of a uh, speaking loudly 2002 term of how they treated women's wrestling back here. Um, so... So uh, the hard Craig part about this, the hard uh, part about me? this too, is that you're, you compare this um, now. By the way, I enjoy this podcast. I want to keep enjoying it because of this. I didn't. I did not watch this match, nor will I rate it. Thank I you. I don't blame you. Um, Thank you. I, I, I will. I will say um, somebody else did watch this, and they said yet another terrible women's match. I, I don't disagree with that. I was being nice because I was in a great mood. Yeah. It said working with such terrible women that Molly had Whoa. to work with for two years really started to regress her in quality. One star. The next match will change everybody's <laughs> tune. It was a uh, singles match. Chris Benoit defeated Kurt Angle. 13 oh, minutes. It. 
55 seconds. Let me read my notes. They worked hard. Dave fucking countered that. You piece of shit. Um, I didn't. I didn't put that. Uh, it worked really hard. I put. I put. My first note was: Did they ever have a fucking bad match? I don't think so. Could, can you? Um, did Angle ever have a bad match? Like, I only know. watch it again to enjoy it. I already knew I was going to give it a thumbs up when I knew yeah. that the match was on the, the card, deal. and it was yeah. one of the main reasons why I chose this card. By the way, um, the last five minutes were absolute gold. Uh, thumbs up. I have nothing else to say. Go ahead. There you go. All of it. Um, thumbs up. Five stars. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's just so sad to see the WWE Network um, when you want to watch this match to just see uh, Kurt Angle in singles competition. To, yes, I, to, I actually wrote that. I forgot to read that. To yes, see that and cool. then not be able to experience it or see it. Like, you're losing millions of fans, but so hard-hitting, so unbelievable. They're, they're the best. It was yeah, it's wonderful. They were always great. What do I say, yeah. Dave? I know what you're going to say. Fuck WD and Network. Yeah, it's a it's a thumbs up all around. I mean, these two back to back matches are Dave. Dave is rock hard right now. By the way, He's yeah. Rock <laughs> Sorry, um, wrestling clinic is the term that people would use. Night off is another term that they would use. To working work hard is another super term. hard. No, is this is not working. That's, that's the point. This is not at this at this moment in time. This is not working hard. This is. Yeah, getting hard. I get it. This is whoa, go on. whoa, bro. What? Um, but the fans, you know, what? did they love it? Yeah, maybe not right away. But no, the fans is... sat on their hands this whole match. They were sleeping. No, I'm just kidding. They were fans got hard. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's um, it's probably one of the. One of the better, if not one of the best matches you'll yeah, find. Yeah, there's many service. other reasons why you should go back and watch this show. You, just, you, this, you need to course, watch it. I, just this can't. match alone, you should go back and watch yeah. it. Yeah, and this particular person rated it four and a quarter stars for you. Oh, good. Well, Apparently, this is Star Search. Where do you do four. quarter stars? <laughs> Kyle <laughs> I just had to throw it in. Well, I love, I love how everybody talks shit on Dave stuff. Meltzer, but everybody adopts his his star program. I love it. I, love I, it. I agree with you the on that. Hypocrisy is so... Just shower me with all the hypocrisy of all you. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the stars. If you want to live your style, if you want to live your life from one star to five stars, uh, Google Dave Meltzer photo 2020 and see if you want to live your life like that. That's yeah, right. Yeah, is he shredded, bro? Uh, no, he's bald and horrible. Well, he's, he's shredded, in shape, but he's, but he's bald. Yeah. His face looks like he's 90 years old. But yeah. yeah, he's Aww. in shape. Um, do you want to fucking live right. on the right side of the block? I don't even, is that? Nothing? Yeah, no, no, uh, yeah, right you side. You do the baby. thumbs up, yeah. thumbs in the middle, thumbs down fucking grade yeah. scale of the OWP podcast. Ooh. Oh. Well, uh, thank yeah. you. Ow! The next match is the main event of the night. <laughs> um, it is. It is Brock Lesnar defending the WWWWE <laughs> yes. championship against the Undertaker. Uh, it went Bruno Sammartino and Brock Lesnar. <laughs> 20 minutes and 27 seconds. I'm going to read my notes. Right. Was Lesnar ever not terrifying? Because he was terrifying even back here. Uh, Undertaker was great here. He was in great shape. He looked awesome. He worked awesome. Um, my God, that chair shot that he wrapped around Lesnar's head was 
I don't want to see that in 2020, but go back and watch it because that shit was cool. Um, I normally uh, would shit on a double disqualification to end a pay-per-view, but this somehow fucking worked, especially him throwing him through the fucking Unforgiven sign. Uh, Thumbs up all the way. This match was fantastic. Um, It was the further progression of Lesnar, who this year in 2002 was like a banner year for a rookie, man. Lesnar beat all the big stars, won the world title, facing Undertaker here in September. You know, just good shit, man. Lesnar was awesome back here. Taker was, what do you say? Of course, he's Undertaker. He's fantastic. Great, great fucking match. I love this match. Dave, go ahead. Only because I know you greatly dislike Brock Lesnar. Go ahead. I love Brock Lesnar. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. Uh, you know, basically, when it comes down to it, it's, it's such a clusterfuck. I'm quoting the the write-up here. The ref finally the, says, hell with it. Calls what? for the bell. Double DQ. What does David Butterfield think? I, I think I think the match is very good when you think about the setup for it. But when you look at it in the, in the realm of what actually happens, if you paid for a ticket, the crowd is chanting bullshit. Are they not? Like there's a lot of after the initial oh, yeah. decision, but oh then when they God, fight up the right. ramp, they yeah. were, but they were, but when they fight up the I'm, ramp and he threw hey. him to the thing, it was fine. It's fine. I'm, no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just playing. You know your dickhead review side that you don't like, and and mine. <laughs> um, you know, just that's so basically you chose him. The match was a clusterfuck, plain and simple. But I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm reading it, I'm stop. reading this. Stop. The match was not a clusterfuck. Stop it. Here's the, uh, but gonna, it's supposed to be a chaotic situation to give reason to bring back hell. No, that's what it was. Let me rematch. stop you right there. That's what it was. It was not a clusterfuck. It was booked to be a chaotic situation, which is what it was, which resulted in a DQ. This dumb fuck does not know pro wrestling. Fuck he just you, doesn't. Like right. he doesn't. This it was. He great. said two different things in the same <laughs> sentence. He said this was a clusterfuck, but yet it was booked to be that way. Yes. Correct, you dumb shit. You have eyes, and you were watching. He did, the same he did thing we say watching, it's right? not a bad match, but it's not really a match. I mean, okay, no, fine. What the fuck is that? Even though it was a match all up until that, they had near falls and everything. So I don't know how that wasn't a match, as uh, the reviewer says. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Dave's tickling. I me, give a thumbs up. Two and a half stars. No, goddamn, stop! Oh, you fucking joking. Uh, that- the fact that Dave said that well, after I mean, was I said, it Kurt Angle and, and, and Crispin Watt? No, it was supposed to be different. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be. Go ahead. I'm and, sorry. And, I'm fucking sorry. And, and by the way, he lists the best match of the night, Benoit versus Angle. Just, of course. Well, of course, because yeah. it is. Okay. Okay. It's 2020. This was uh, 2002, 18 years ago. And this review was 08, right, Dave? 08? Yeah. Correct. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Craig. Sorry. Just want to make get all the dates right. Brock Lesnar and Undertaker. <laughs> Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, one of the best matches I've ever seen of Lesnar. The respect that he showed to Undertaker. The respect that Undertaker shows to Lesnar. Um, this back and forth. When you uh, if when you stuck around for the second run and then the last five, six, seven years of WrestleMania with Brock, it's it's very much him as a beast. Um, this was very much fifty fifty. A great wrestling match. Like, I just, like, I love this match very much. Um, they both bled. It, it, ended, uh, it ended fine. And um, I love Lesnar. And this was, like, his early season. Rookie second year. Like, incredible. I, I, and I and yeah. 12 years later, he ends the streak. That's how long the streak. Right. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. 
Wow. The respect so, they have for each other during this. This makes no sense. Two stars. Fucking dumb shit. God. Well, get your you head get out so, of your ass. You get, so, you get so mad. But when you really think about it, man, I mean, uh, Lesnar, and we've said this over and over, Lesnar changed the wrestling landscape forever. It's just a fact. Actually, that, that blogger changed the wrestling landscape. He really well, did. he changed yeah. his podcast forever because we're going to do this next week. I'm just saying, no matter what happens, because um, it's that good. But uh, you know, if you want to, you know, get the whole thing down to the to the willy nilly of this random blogger, uh, best match: Benoit versus Angle. Worst match: Tris versus Molly Holly. Overall grade: B minus. B minus. If I gave, well, fuck. I mean. What are you grading that on? You comparing that to WrestleMania of that year? I mean, I'm I'm not asking you specifically to answer. I understand what you're saying. So we gave when we did our fall brawl review, I gave that a B because of my enjoyment watching it now with 2020 eyes. I don't remember what I exactly felt about it back in the day. Probably not as favorable as I do now. So I'm going to look back on this. I will admit that I probably didn't look as favorable back here as I do now on this because we in 2002 we were experiencing wrestling burnout. We went through this five-year intense war, right, where we saw everything. Old women going through tables, fucking people bleeding all over the place, hands being crazy shit. To. Yeah, crazy shit. So in 02, when we were just coming off that here. So I think the great wrestling that we all look back now, and so we all appreciate the uh, Ruthless Regression era now, I don't think we understood it while we were living through it, how good it really was. Looking back, and I know this guy's review or girl's review, whoever did 2008. this. Um, it was 2008. But at the same time, like, I don't even know how in 08 you couldn't go back and watch this pay-per-view and be like, that was really fucking good. So if I gave Fall Brawl 97 a B because I was entertained by it, watching it as 2020 Jess, I got to give this an A, solid A. A to not a, a, not a, plus. A, a, a minus at the worst. Yeah, right? yeah, A minus, yeah. not A plus, just a solid A because uh, the, the the rewatch value is great on this. Go it's back a, and watch it's it. It's a thumbs up without question. Jesus, I mean, yes, yes, yeah. yes. If you want to play that into it, yeah, I, I yeah, come on, man. There's nothing that came out in the realm of 01 to 05 in the WWE on these pay per views that wasn't in the B and above range. If you want to right. give it that kind of grade. The wrestling was just too damn good. The talent was too great. There was too many people that were so hungry. There was too much money, too much fun to be had. And, you know, yeah, it, it's it's a great time wrestling. Yeah, we I can go on and on as to why that is just based on personnel alone. But obviously, Taker in his veteran prime versus Brock Lesnar in his, his just beefiness Green, of all beefiness. rookiness, yeah. Yeah, just... Just putting on a clinic in the realm of that looks so real. It's the closest thing to kayfabe you'll ever get back to, and that's that's where you are in the realm of two thousand one, two thousand five. Uh, I don't think people really understand how and you didn't. That work I, I, living through it, I remember I did not appreciate this era because you're so living off the high of all the ratings of the Monday Night Wars. Yeah, there's no ratings to worry about. Anymore. I remember yeah. in two thousand two, loving SmackDown by the way, but hating Raw. But I remember That's not true. really recognizing the in-ring work because I was such I was it's like getting off the treadmill after running for like an hour. You know, like you're you're just kind of catching your breath and, and powering down a little bit, the adrenaline's wearing off and all that. And I think that's what this was. Like 
02 to like 03 and 05 were like people kind of their heart rate coming down because we'd seen everything at this point from the Monday Night Wars. For good or bad, we had seen it. And so now people were experiencing wrestling burnout. There was no competition, so people were tuning off. They were still getting great ratings at the time, but not as high as they were during the Monday Night Wars because, again, there was no competition. There was no second promotion you could look at to judge against, which always is better for everyone involved when it happens. Um which is why I'm pushing now for the Wednesday night stuff, because it's two different things, two different people that are not owned by the same company is going to be better for wrestling in the long run. But back here, I did. I know for a fact, the 2002 Jess did not appreciate this, this <laughs> card, this whole card as the 2020 Jess did for sure. I can say that. Yeah, we were, we were spoiled. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hit us up on Instagram at OWP2019. Click on Linktree. You can find us on several platforms, including Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcast. And don't forget, we are now part of the WrestleHub family, all about wrestling podcasts. Catch them at the WrestleHub on YouTube and Instagram. This is Dave, Justin Craig, signing off for the OWP. Have a good one. Everybody work hard. Say it with me. Say it with me.